minutes people and we will start so hang tight all right uh, welcome again welcome to another podcast slash stream i am chaos rain here welcome again to all that will be listening and we'll catch either the this um, podcast or the recording. Um, as y'all know, on the subject matter, and ironically, 
we are in Father's Day week. So it's better fitting to really talk about this. Um, as y'all know from last year or season one of Chaos Rain podcast slash stream, I've talked about this about mothers. You sh- are you willing to give your sons to a father? That was the very first discussion I had in regards to how I view what we should do about our male sons, the African-American son, or a.k.a. the black boy, in regards to relationships, nurturing, etc. What should we do in regards to get the full extent and proper development for our boys to grow from boys to men? Now, I really took a long, hard thought about it. And I thought really clear about the problems that I see in regards to the relationship issue between men and women. And I hear the complaints from the women's side about the men of this so-called community. How they're not providing anything. Hell, they're not even taking care of the children. Now I'm hearing. And I'm picking saying, you know, you picked him. And if he has not shown the performance, besides competency, competent, which competent is important. But if he's not shown being even productive at all, then what you gonna expect? Hey Charles, do you want to come up? Let me know, bro. Um and I think I'll open this up, depending who's listening. And I thought long and hard about this. Real good. And I'm not going to take back what I've said in 2019, now on 2020, about to the black woman. In regards to say, black woman, you must, or black woman, give your sons to the father. I stand on this cold and I'm not going to back down from this, my solution part to the issue in regards to what we call the black community, in regards to seeing and developing stronger black men. Or do a lot of our sisters or the African-American women want to see stronger and better black men? That should be the question they should ask themselves. All the time, once they decide to open their legs and give by that man, the African-American man, and then get copulated and produce on the average either a girl or a boy. These are the questions you should ask yourself, ladies. You should always make a conscious effort to ask these questions on a daily basis. For every action, there's a reaction. Every decision you make could either empower you or be a detriment. And to me, I look at it as this. It's going to come to a point where you have to make a decision. And you must make your decisions very fast. 
And the time we have now as a race of people is very much on a thin string right now to where how we go move forward in the 21st century. And like me, I try not to waste too much time as best as possible to whatever I'm trying to do. And I accept, suggest every man and woman, especially women, should not either in regards to what they want out of the future. Um, because the black men that have competence that's doing something productive, whether with their bodies or getting money, they're out here doing it. So I think that there is not really much of an excuse right now in the 21st century in regards to the mate choice you pick to keep it 100 with you. Um, and this is my thing. And I've been around this enough times. And, and I'll be honest with y'all. The few black men that I have known, and particularly what I've known, they have taken the initiative to take full custody of their children, especially the boys. And what I see, what they have, the results they produce are astounding. Not a lot because I'm not around every black man, but the ones that tell me that they have position of their children, especially the boys, the sons do do a lot better under that father's care full term. Whether they're under the age of 10 or above. I find it that these boys, if they're raised solely by the fathers from over the age of six or seven to 18 years of age, will make or break your sons to become either better than their father or lackluster or subpar or more sub- or lower than his father. Because the truth is this, ladies. Men always expect better for their sons. Hell, some men even will tell you if you have a conversation with them, they'll tell you, say, I have a son, but at the end of the day, I want my son to do better or be better above me. Now, most of y'all might not hear this because a lot of y'all have not been around enough men in your life, maybe some brothers in there, that's fine, but never been around your actual father, especially one that stays in your life. If you really have a, a sit-down conversation with the average typical male, that's not like a baby born, but let's say a Gen Xer or millennial, they'll tell you. But you never understand, ladies, why would we, we as the few men that even me talking personally on this line say, why would we expect better for our sons to be much better than us? And the answer is really simple because wherever we are in life, whether we are men that's rich or middle-class or hell, even dirt poor, we always see ourselves in our children as person and see the potential that, you know, if I was that young, I would be doing this because we already see what we went through as men. And we don't want the same problems or what we call our peer cycle be a stole upon our own sons. 
We don't want that. We can't afford that. And the reason why we can't afford that because we know the future of our lineage is important to us that say if our sons get it and progress better than us, then there is going to be a lineage and future for us as men that we will come back in this lifetime better. We don't subconsciously know that, but we know said by putting just a little effort and work with our children, having a conversation with them, being around them, teaching them the walk of life, hell, even put them in competition where they have to use their masculine energy, whether it's fighting, fishing, and hell, we could say video games. We could put that in there too. And then they, we do these things just to create a real bond with our sons. So that way they will go through life knowing that everything that they get, they have to not only work for, but notice no one is not giving them nothing at all. And they should expect no one in this world to give them anything. That's the vision I want to set forth. That's what every vision, the average male, or actually the average man wants with their own children, including the black man. And to be fair and honest with y'all, there's no better than, you know, what we want in the future. And every black man, regardless what they go through in life now, they hope that they set the pavement and set the ground stones, the, the cement, the bricks, the foundation up so their children see and want to even build for themselves long term. And that's what every man, ladies, either who you pick or not, that's what they want on the average. Now, in regards to some of these dudes that, by default, that shows no progression or anything to, let's say not even better themselves, but let's say they have children. They don't want to see, some of them don't even put the time energy to say, you know, what can I do as a, you know, a man for better for my son? Yeah, I could probably provide something for them, food, maybe some shelter and stuff. But there got to be something more into what I want out of my boys for their development. These are things that if you're dealing with the right type of man, he's always thinking and doing or doing both. I think this is what they call the thinking black man at the end of the day. And... Like I said, I had disagreements with other brothers about if we as men enough are doing enough thinking or we're thinking black men. And I stand firm on my convictions and my decision in thinking this. I think we don't do enough thinking as black men, as a collective. And not only that, but we're not doing enough action, which I think we should do more. But like I said, when it comes to children, we always expect the better for our sons and want more so that they, they progress through life better than what we have seen and do, done. Um, I'll say this. To recap from la- last year, and I remember closely, 
very close. I married a few women, and there's only a few of them that I could remember with the same conversation. And I listen. I find it very alarming as from any woman, some of our sisters or African-American women that's at an age in life where they have boys that is be past the age of, let's say, seven, and they're roughly touching teenage age, how they feel in their mind that they prefer to have their sons under their wing from birth to roughly adulthood, roughly over the age of 18. And hell, we could say even go as far as over 20-something years old. And it astonished me that the relationship with their baby father, on the average, whether good or bad, they don't see the importance that to some men that wants their, their sons to be with them full term, that's a problem. It's a problem. And me, I sit back and I'm hearing with other brothers that's hell older than me. When women ask for advice and solutions to their boys and the development of their sons, and some men even tell them straight out that said it would make better interest, it'd be better for you to give full custody and send your sons to the father for the remainder of their development in life. But like I said, from what I'm hearing, and mind, this is only one lady. There are many more brothers and also sisters that will be listening to this, that they will give men that's given sound advice the actual solution to the little problems they have in regards to what to do with their, their boys. Now, mind you, let's say most y'all women move on and whatever you have with the baby father because y'all not in a marriage, you move on. And now you find another man and the man's playing stepfather, which I have my doubts on it. I mean, if a man wants to play a role, that's fine. If you feel you're going to gain some out of it at the end of the day, cool. But to me, as I'm looking at overall, you know, and this is me, man. It just This is just my thoughts. I feel if the father's still around and still active, he should be more around that biological man. Now, people say, well, he's not doing enough. He's not working. So he's not keeping himself up. He's not... I get it. I hear it. But the problem is you screwed him and had this kid. It's better your son realize what a man operates through the fields of that man to, to understand what he should be doing to be a better man for himself. Now, I know that's going to get some pushback for the women that's going to listen to this. But like I said, most of them will push back on this message because I'm thinking, what is the purpose you holding this boy up to adulthood? The only thing I would get out of this is they'll say that that they're going to 
provide some little sh- household and some food. But I'm moving beyond the food now. I'm looking at where is his development as he is developed into a, a young man with testosterone. He'll need that actual male influence. And I remember the same conversation I had with Amiri. How I would say we had this thing called mentor program where they mentor these boys. And my mind, well, Mary, from what I remember he said, that said we should not be having these mentor programs. For what? The man that's still around, unless he's dead, either you have an uncle or a grandfather in replacement to the actual father that's no longer around. Or the man could have gone like a different state. Whatever the case may be, and most men nowadays, if they go to different state, you still have ways to uh, make that reality. Give them so cussed to the father. That's another discussion. But like I said, like Amiri did said, and I'm trying to remember, and he could probably correct me at the end of the stream, that mentor, and people don't understand this mentorship nonsense. It's a lot advantages they take over young boys where they're taking their innocence sexually from them. You hear stories of these boys getting molested and rape. And look. <laughs> and see them like this. But this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Molested and rape. Under mentorship programs. But we never understand even, oh, and let's go further. Even if they're in the church, that behavior is also going on where the pastors are having sex with your sons. You know, or, you know, not really considered sex, but that's another story. But when you understand why, why? Because you, if you're doing this by yourself as a woman and playing sub-parent or full parent, wherever you want to call it, this is what's going on. This is what's happening right now as we speak in our communities. And then your sons grew up through that tra- traumatization of being not only physically um, sexually assaulted, but also he deals with you and your behavior in, a, in the same household as well. So he's getting two for the price of one. It's like a double-edged sword. Getting cut on both angles. But like I said before, the best remedy to resolve this is the, the man you are having sex with and you procreate, if he's not dead and he's still around, whether he's still around your um, town or in your state, or hell, he might go across state. Once that boy reaches a certain age, roughly I would say give him at the age of seven, you must give full custody, send all your parental rights to the father. Now, someone will say, well, the man doesn't want him. Okay, good. If he doesn't want him. And most likely, I don't think most dudes nowadays are going to say they don't want their children. And if it really comes down to that, that tells you you really did pick very bad. That midnight fling will cause you bigger problems than you need to worry about or handle as a woman. If it does come to that. But like I said, they said the data says 50% of black men don't have children. So if the ones that do have children, they really want to be involved in their children's life. Even go as far as they'll take full custody. 
And trust me, ladies, they will. I remember one dude that was on another stream said when he checked the, the data or the numbers in regards to how much he was going to give child support to his, I guess, wife or baby mama, it was almost more than what he averaged make a year. So in his mind, he said, no, I'm not going to take this deal. So you know what he did? He went out of his way, paid the money to get actual custody of his boys. Get me? One more thing, and then I'm going to check who's down to open this up. I'm convinced a lot of y'all women, the reason why, another reason why y'all don't want to give your sons to the father is these boys are utility. They're check. And sometimes, depending on what the father makes, if he's doing well or doing subpar or poorly, it's better to get something out of him than nothing. And that's what it boils down to. And at the end of the day, these boys suffer psychologically. Hell, even emotionally, which, you know, at times, man, we should really control emotions. That's another story. But all those aspects play in your development into your boys. And then when we look at the the so-called community, while we are more problematic, where we have problems with homosexuality or, or other problems with the boys that they don't know how to operate in this environment, because you have not put no time and energy towards them. Hell, with a woman raising their sons up to zero to 18 years age, they already did the data saying that, hell, some of our boys are even under a three-grade reading level. I mean, I find it very important to say, if you're not able to read beyond the third grade, that's where the pinnacle, where, that's the point where other understanding and how far you go to understand written word and progress starts to sh- shut down, shut off completely. Your access to, to certain parts of this society starts to shut down and they play games with you through the written word on the average. And not only that they build prisons because people that don't know how to actually read, they're illiterate and you know what they have in place of people that's illiterate. They they take advantage, put you into penitentiary prisons for free labor. So even the data shows that being around you for a long length of time, it shows you're not putting much time and energy to what your children are learning, especially if you put them into these institutions that we do not control as collective as a whole as people, public or charter. So that means you let some other race woman teach your child. That's not you. And they get the understanding of not only how worlds operate, but how what they are going to learn that's irrelevant once they get to a certain age. That's why a lot of them dropped out after the 10th grade because they know said the knowledge they learn and what they're doing for is nonsense and they will not get nowhere to progress in life. It also breeds, um, what's the word? Give up. Not failure, but to give up on a lot of things. If they're around their father, failure is not an option. Do you hear me? Failure is not an option at all. But if you're raised by the woman, on the average, you're going to probably fail and you will drop out. So, you know, I'm not going to run my mouth any longer. I'm going to let some people come up. 
and see if they can add on to the conversation. Charles Faulkner Jr., hello. Ooh, hello. All right. Okay, open up. Who is this? Is it Roger? Okay. I'm waiting to write. Well, when Roger gets ready, all right. I'm I'm here. I'm here. How you doing? I'm good. All right, Charles Faulkner. Welcome, brother. How you doing? All right, what's up? What's Not good? much. What's good? what's good? So, what is on your mind in the discussion? You know, because you are a man, like I told earlier, said, is one that has full custody of one of his sons and doing a damn good job raising him with the man he's going to be in the future. Okay. What do you want to mm-hmm. add on to this conversation for the ladies to understand? Like, well, they got to admit that what's, what they've been doing in the past has been failing. It's a failure. You have to take reality and use it accordingly. Like, are your sons doing well? Overall, no. It's it's gonna have to take a lot of getting away from your ego mm-hmm. to admit those boys need their fathers. Mm-hmm. I think it also shows to you how so many women look forward to being baby mamas instead of wives. Mm-hmm. They had no real expectations of being wives, just want the baby. Mm-hmm. There's no respect towards fatherhood in the black community overall. Mm-hmm. They want to put this vaulted image of motherhood beats all, and it doesn't. The After a certain age, a mother becomes a hindrance to her child, especially the boy, mm-hmm. because the world doesn't work the same for him excuse me, for her, but was that it's going to be for him. There's certain things that they're going to look at him as a man. Remember, in a black community, you're looked at as a man very early. Yep. But you're treated like a boy. I know people said that doesn't make sense, but let me explain. They want you to have all this stuff together at the age of 21 that no other sets of men have or you're a beta male coon, or you're weak, or you're not worth having. Mm-hmm. How am I going to have a six-figure income at 21 years old? <laughs> Is that realistic? No, it's not realistic at all. But yet, you're not supposed to have any expectations for her, the woman, or the mother. So the world's not going to work the same. Mm-hmm. What is she going to explain how can she explain that she's a threat to the police, that she looks as a threat when she goes out there? And I'm not even just talking about the police. I'm just talking about people in general, even other black people. She's not going to be looked at as a threat. So not nowhere near than that boy who's going to be, especially if he gets angry or appears to look angry. So I think it needs to be a system of uh, reality. And letting go the ego. What you think? I think, bro, that um, the ego is one thing that needs to be addressed, and as much more, I think, with our women, that 
they have to look and say, at the end of the day, what would be better for the child? Now, everybody knows that food, clothing, shelter is the necessities. I agree. But like I said before earlier, if this man is still present, that means he's being somewhat productive and doing something, you know? So I would say there's got to be a point to your son's development in his age that he has to now see how a man conducts and acts and operates in the world. And only way he's going to get that is if he's around his father full term. Because children are visual, bro. They got to see how you act and conduct yourself. To, to do what to do and what the not wants and don't want to do. You get me? So that's how I see it. Let me see. Somebody else came to stream. Let me see what this is. Hello? Who's this? Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening? Yeah, you knew your hey, name. Hey, is hey. I'm not sure who you are, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I just came, I just came across your stream and uh, just joined. Oh. So okay. I'm cool, man. There's no... There's no issues. I'm cool. I just wanted to have a productive conversation with you guys. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, all right. So that's my answer, um, Charles. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in do um, you know, a lot of things that women do is um, they basically kind of do what they feel they can get away with doing. Mm-hmm. And my question is, do are black women okay with saying that? from a general concept that they actually love their children. You know, I, you know, we got to deal with, with, in my opinion, we got to deal with a tougher concept. If, if you have boys being raised by women and they're not coming off and they're not coming out well, they have a father they, they can give their son to, but they choose not to do so. Can I look at that woman and say she loves her son? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we don't necessarily do that which tells the woman that whatever move she makes, she's okay because her image is good enough. Well, a lot of women are going to move according to what they feel their image is. It's not even necessarily what they want to do. Sometimes they're they're more concerned with how they're going to be socially accepted. And Mm -hmm. as a man do, or just men in general, do we feel that what women are doing with their sons, do we feel that they love their sons? And if we don't feel that way, do we actually express it to them? Do we see the different moves they make with their children, even the daughters? Do we see the moves they make and we do we act like it's okay? Or do we say, well, I understand you can get away with it because you're the child's mother. I don't agree to it at all. I, I understand you can get away with it because the child can't protect themselves from you. But it, it's really more what you're getting away with, not necessarily acts of love. Because where I come from, love is something you do. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's just an emotion. Well, you can have all kinds of emotions, but unless you do something that shows you care about the person, to me, that's not love. I can be angry with a person and never show any love. You know, mm-hmm. so if I'm not willing to, you know, me and we're supposed to be leaders, protectors, and providers, you know, but we we, we also have to nurture children. We have to care about what they care about. We have to steer them, guide them. And if if we clearly see that this is not happening for boys, are we okay with or comfortable expressing to women that we don't appreciate the fact that you don't love your son and I now need you to do something to correct this situation? Are we going to even say this to them? Mm. I think from majority level, I don't know if we're going to do that. I see. I see. 
I see. I see. Yeah, I, I don't really see that either, Roger. Um, and it, it goes back to you know, we can't complain about the males in our community and still perpetuate the behaviors that lead to the problems. You know, as collective. Um, it's simple, you know. Um, but like I said, even the solution part for I'm giving it out right now, a lot of women don't want to even um, hear this. And I said this to Charles, and Charles was there last year. when Even when I talk about you should give your sons to the fathers, only one woman came up and questioned me on that, you know? And I feel I'm not entitled on my right to even ask or even create a broadcast like that. <laughs> and I finally said, okay, if I'm not entitled Was to- that the episode I told her to shut the hell up? Possibly. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if a woman takes an attitude that she's never to be questioned, you know, uh, how can you be a good person? And if you're not a good person, how can you be a good parent? You know, it, it's too many inconsistencies about about what happens. And I think, you know, a lot of a lot of brothers may not feel that way, but I, I don't. I honestly don't think we're hard enough on women. I think we accept way too much BS as a group. You know, it, from, from a group standpoint, you know, we accept their excuses. We understand the world doesn't make excuses for us. So as a man, I have a hard time understanding why it's so easy for men to let women slide on stuff and let them make excuses. You know, at the end of the day, raise your child. And if, you're, if your child is failing and you're the mother, it's your fault. I, I don't want to hear nothing about what well, someone else That's because in a black community, mama can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And First thing you say when you challenge her authority, I'm about to do so. Instead of teaching, it's a teaching moment. There are some mothers out there who fail to teach their children why you do some things and why you don't. Mm-hmm. Well, well I, I'm going to say this because, see, I, I don't have kids myself. There's been people that I've been around and I've questioned them about, you know, when they had conversation and made excuses before what some guy didn't do, you know, I, I literally had women break down and cry in front of me and, and I don't care that they do because my thing is crying don't solve nothing at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, and I think some women just use that as a defense mechanism, but that stuff don't mean anything to me. Uh, and I and I asked women, I said, well, you know, were you, were you uh, did the man you have a child with, was, was it your husband? Use your answer, going to be no. I say, did the guy ever intend on marrying you? You know, and they'll they'll give me some kind of answer. And I ask, okay, well, did he ever propose to you? Did he ever actually try to marry you? You know, and it always usually come out to be a no. And I, and I just say to you, say to him, like, okay, well, what made you decide that a man who never made a commitment to you at all should be having a child by you? Well, how does that make sense? How, how do you do, do and act like that, but you you think you're not screwing the kid over? That's what I can't understand. You can tell me plenty of stuff about yourself. You can tell me plenty of stuff about the dude. But how do you end up having a child by a man that has made no commitment to you and you think you're not screwing this child over? This defenseless child is going to come into the world 
you know, especially if y'all ain't even living in the same location, but this kid supposed to just be all right. And I, I'm supposed to accept as a, as another, as another man in society, I'm supposed to say that was okay. No, that's not okay to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't tell women that it's okay. It's a, it's a bad decision. You didn't put your, I mean, nothing's guaranteed in life, but you should at least be trying to put yourself in good probability to win. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't accept that stuff. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, Roger, always when you talk, I said they don't make, they're not good women. I mean, we're not, I'm show you the good wherever you say they are. I had to really sit back and think about this that, you know, to be good, you've got to do good as best as possible. And to hear or you ask for advice or solutions to the men of your community on how to do things differently and you want to do pushback, I question not only sincerity, but how good a woman you really are. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I always say that, you know, we, we as men just got, have to accept that black women just aren't good people. Mm-hmm. And, and see, the reason I say that is because see, if you say they're bad, people are going to go into a defense mechanism and then they're going to go go trying to measure bad. And you can always say, I didn't kill anybody. I didn't rob no store, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you're you going to make measurements to say that I'm not really bad. But if you say, well, you're not good. Now you 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 put put the question on the table. Do the actions that I do on a regular basis uh, make me? able am i able to be considered a good person now to my understanding no one has really came out with an explanation just to say hey you know what they are good people and this is why they're good people they do this this that and that and they just made a clear (laughs) set of reasons on why it's just not debatable that they're good people so my thing is if 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 we if you can't defend that you're good you know you need to start with you before you deal with everything else that's going on around you you know, and the way I look at it, if you don't care that your son is failing, I can't consider you a good person because it's your son at the end of the day. You may have had it with some guy that you hate right now, but it's still your son. Why Why would you not care that your son is failing? Why would you not care that your son goes outside the house and doesn't present himself well? Why would you not care that, that your son is, is going to be in a lot of worse situations that could have been easily avoided had you gave them some home training. Why, why don't you care about that stuff? You know, you, you let a boy go out into the world thinking like a woman being all emotional. He gets into it with somebody else. Who's not going to give him a pass for not having his emotions in check. Then he gets into a fight or something or he ends up getting killed. All of a sudden that could have been easily avoided because he didn't have home training. Well, your son's still dead at the end of the day. Why don't you care about that? You know, you could say, you know what I'm saying? You could talk down about the men that you had the son with all day long, but why don't you care your son is going out into the world in a bad situation? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, But like I said before, um, and to be honest with you, if you remember Charles last year, you were there on the same panel. How one sister asked about the, what she wanted to do with her teenage sons. And I'm not sure if I said it. I think I'm the one that said, 
I would say, you know, if the man's pregnant and he won't full custody, take full custody responsibility of the boys, I said, let him. Why would you want to deny that? But one thing that caught my attention throughout the whole discussion, Charles, and I'm sure how good your memory is, I remember it still lingers in my mind about this. Mm-hmm. Her major concern is her son might turn and might date out. It's not all you can do. Really? Yes, yes, yes. And Charles, he might date. And she said, "Because he might date out." Yeah, just like the post that. No, it's not you that did it. But Mary posted on my inbox saying how one chick said, "You know, why I want to prove my son to be better, so that way he gets smarter, be better, and date out and find a non-black woman." And she was laughing out loud. And it makes more. Is this the greatest fear? Their greatest fear is because they know they're inadequate. They're inadequate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when when you when you actually see their inadequate nature, they know it. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. And it's sad. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta understand. He might date out. If he does, what you don't want him to be happy, because they really don't want you to be happy without them getting benefits for it. Yeah. 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 Well, that's kind of why I say that they just they need to work on being good people in the first place. Because number one, it's free. You don't have to pay anybody to do it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and it, and it, and, it, and it, you usually don't have to go see an instructor on how to be a good person. We we pretty much know this, so just being a good person already going to put you, or it's going to send you down the right path. Um, I can understand a woman being concerned that her son may date out, but mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be his choice. Now, I'm, I don't promote that black folks deal with people. You know, I don't promote it either. Of us. And it's but I mean, you know what I'm saying? But but like I said yeah. before, if that is the greatest concern, Roger, to me, that's just nonsense. And the reason why I say this is because is you had to pick your poison. You rather your sons be productive in society and potentially flourish or be stagnant and be like the typical bums that the community is going to complain about. Basically, well, my my thing is, see, this is how I look at it, and, and shout out to Queens of Virtue of Femininity Coach. <laughs> uh, the, the the way I look at it is that if you had a child by a man, this man should be at some type of level where you shouldn't be anti him raising his own child. So if you got a serious issue with him raising his own child, then then I got to say, well, why did you have a baby with that guy? And exactly. If he, you know, if, if he's not good enough to raise his own child, then you're saying he's a bad guy. And if you had the baby of a bad guy, I gotta say you a bad person. Mm-hmm. You know, because because good women don't have bad men's babies. That's how I look at it. You know, I, why why would you do that in in this society? As if you're a woman and you got all these men to choose from, why would you have a bad man's baby? But you're a good woman. 
That makes no sense to me. They're poor crackers or men. What, what, but I'm saying, if, if, a, if a bad man turns you on, you, you can't be a good woman yourself. It's called honesty. Remember that. And, and, and because we, we're in a time where sex does not equal children, I don't see what the big deal is because you know, you 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 have abstinence if if you want to choose that. I know most people aren't going to choose abstinence, but even when, once you bypass abstinence, you know they say women have like thirty three forms of birth control. I I don't know the actual number because I'm not a woman, so I'm not probably thirty three. Okay, well that's that's a whole lot of, of options, and then you can just tell a guy to put on a condom, you know, <laughs> you know, so you can make him do that. And nowadays we got a morning after pill. And then if you don't even do that, they they have abortions. So, you know, we, we, there's been enough aborted black children that, that no one can really make the argument that black women don't get abortions. So wh- wherever you look at it from a moral standpoint of this, you should, if you shouldn't, the reality is they do get abortions. So you, you went past all these steps to have this baby. So at the end of the day, why are you having a baby by a man that you don't even feel is qualified to raise his own child? That literally makes no sense to me. And even if you did see the, the child as a check, if it ain't working out for you, just get the money up. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, now I, I understand if you like one of those women who you didn't get a baby from a star and you getting like 10,000 10, plus a month. I get that. You, you Just out of pure greed, uh, most folks ain't finna get that up. But that's just being greedy. But even even with those scenarios, I don't look at those mothers as, as being that great of a mother if they don't set their child up. Because if, if you get that type of money, and uh, last time I looked it up, it said only 7% of the country makes 100000 a year. So if you're making 100000 a year without even working and you don't set your child up so once they become an adult, they already own property, they have a business, they're already in good position, college is paid for how do you consider yourself a good mother at that point? So if you're not going to be a good mother to your own kid, why not let somebody else try to be a good parent to him? Why not let that father try to be a good father? It, it, it just don't make sense to not make that move. Mm-hmm. It, unless this is just about your pride at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And, and Miss Queen Virtue says something. One second. Um, let me see what she posted here. And the links in the um in the chat. You want to come up, Queen's Virtue? Um, they want to have it both ways: sleep with the bad guy, but still be classified as good girl. Yeah, and it doesn't work well, like. Well, that's because they want to have the fun and don't want to take the responsibility. It was like me and a female friend from childhood was speaking, and I said, "This is the reason why you have feminism. They want the power and authority of men, but not the accountability and responsibility." Mm-hmm. Can't have it. The most bothersome thing about masculinity is that you got to be accountable and responsible. You have to come out your brain at some point and say, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yeah. And, and if a woman can't, can't take that 
part of of uh, masculinity on. My thing is don't try to be masculine in the first place. You know, do what you're good at. You know, you can be a good mother, <laughs> but if you have a son, you know a boy gonna need his father, especially in this country. A boy gonna need his father if he's black. That's just the reality. You know, pick pick a good man in the first place. And even if you don't think the man is that great of a man, how bad can he how bad can he really be toward his own son? Is he really gonna do that much of a worse job than you would have done? Because you know, black boys are struggling under black women. So, you know, these guys, whoever these guys are that they don't want to turn these kids over to, how could they really do a worse job? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do any more and worse than what we're seeing now in the community. And if you're gonna point the finger is because the males, the men in this community feel and I say, Yeah, you could say that, but why are you holding these boys hostage to send to the fathers, wherever situation they are, so they could potentially be better men. You know? Because they're feeling under your wing, that's just a that's just a known fact for all demographics and all the statistics, you know? And it's the funny thing about this, brothers, that it's ironic how they said that, you know, they're doing so well in regards to them, but their sons are suffering and doing so poorly in society. And you think you're going to get something by saying, if I just have, if I just let them come up my, my yoni and I feed them and do this, that's just enough. As you know, just enough is not cutting it. In this society, well, well, I think as men we have to be a little bit more expressive on what we want for for the boys of our community. You yeah. know, um, yeah. when, when you're when you're dealing with a woman from a face to face level, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm glad men are seeing it on social media. You know, yeah. and hopefully women are going to see it a lot more to the point that it's going to irritate them because that's what men are going to be seeing on a regular basis, that they just want better for the black community. So I hope it's gonna, they're going to see it till it just really bothers them and, and they just got to do something about it. But but I think if for if the women were actually come across, the ones we talk to, you know, the people that's in your circle, when you have conversations with them, have the, the hard conversations and and don't pull no punches. You know, I uh, I mean, I know a, a friend of mine, <laughs> he told me that uh, he said, man, you know, you be saying some good stuff, but you be harsh sometimes. Maybe just too harsh for the women. And I say, man, I, I, I understood what happened between 1865 and 1964. And I understood that we totally mishandled integration and what's been going on from 1964 to now. Mm-hmm. But nice <laughs> worked. That's all I can tell you, brother. So if I'm harsh, all I can tell you is nice ain't worked. So the only thing you telling me is I'm doing something different than what's been really put out there for the last few decades anyway. Okay, if if, if I'm too harsh, so be it. So be it I'm man. only going to say what needs to be said. And if it don't need to be said, I ain't got no reason to say it. <laughs> yep. And another um, comment by they're afraid that the fathers would do better jobs parenting them than they are, and which is actually true. I've the dudes that I've came across, and they told me stories. Even I remember one man that was—I think he's in his late forties now. This was like three, four years ago. I had a conversation with him when he was buying something in the store, and he told me that he homeschooled both his kids, 
and they're off to college doing pretty well. As a black man, I don't think he is not not rich, but he's able to pro- provide and be productive inside to give his own children what is needed for them to progress in this world, in the society we live in. So yeah, that's the fear that the men are gonna outshine and do a better job than them. But but see, I, I, I think that's like a dumb they want to check, and that's all they want from men, and you know, it is what it is. But go, you want to say something, Roger? What? Well, I think uh, what uh, Queens of Virtue just just doing, put in the chat. I think she makes a good point, but I think it's kind of a it's a dumb thing to do because mm-hmm. let, let me, I'm just thinking about it. Okay, if I were a woman and I had a son by this man, okay, but he's going to be a better parent than me. All right, so I give my son to the man. So now I got less concerns because the child's not living with me. So you do have less concerns to a certain degree. He's on the he's doing the hands-on job day to day to day to day. Okay, cool. So I got more more of uh, freedom, you know. Uh, maybe a little less financial responsibility. You know, I can maneuver more the way I want to. I want to move in life, and my child comes out well at the same time. This does not sound like a bad deal. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. even if the father would be better than the mother, it seems like that's just more incentive. If if you're if you're thinking normally, it seems like that would be even more incentive to give a son to the to the father, because you can't go wrong. It's gonna save you time, money, and effort, and stress. Why? Why would you not do that? That's better for you. <laughs> because they think emotionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is the part that men don't understand, and vice versa to women. <sighs> One, we're not raised to be. We're not raised to be good parents. I don't give a shit. Nobody says. As overall, we're not raised to be really good parents. We we do a lot of shit fly by the wind. Yeah, we have. We're not, even, and then on top of that, we're not raised to be like husbands and wives. Yeah, like you have a community that thinks that motherhood trumps all, instead of saying you need mothers for this and you need fathers for that. How are you, how are you going to respect your your masculine principles when you act like there's no room for them? The children grow up confused, and the mother wants to wants to never be wrong. I mean, BJ, I said it best. Three things about a woman: guilt, shame, need to be right. Mm-hmm. You have women who lied on the fathers of their children, saying that they were abusive. Because they were mad, mm-hmm. not not knowing what it could do, not knowing whatever could come about it. Mm-hmm. But yet, because you're mad, you try to you kept your children away from this man, and you think you you should be held accountable or no fault. Mm-hmm. That's that's sickening. Sorry, sickening. Well, yeah, they, they, it is sacred. <laughs> it definitely is, and, and and honestly, that that's one of the reasons I don't have a, a, a kid now. From from a general perspective, it's like 
I can't I can't trust my own people to, to give a baby to. Mm. You know, not saying you can't find one. I just ain't happened to find it yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't saying I wouldn't do it one day, but I ain't came across it yet. So until I see that the situation is right, I ain't about to do it. And, and me, I won't have a baby unless I uh, unless I feel you're good enough for you to actually be my wife. If, you, if we're not married, you ain't getting a kid out of me. That's just what it is. That's true. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. that's true. That's true. Hey, oh, you know, Charles, before we continue, but I, that's why I think men just gotta. Go ahead, Roger. Hey, go ahead. No, go ahead, Roger. No, I was just gonna say, but that's why I say I think we as men need to be more vocal about requiring more from them. I think they're just too—they're too comfortable in the situation they have right now, and as long as their quote-unquote image is okay, I think they're willing—they're willing to do it. You know, no, no matter how bad it is for a kid in, in regards to whatever you want to put it toward. But as long as they feel that their image is OK, they'll do it because, you know, when it comes to raising their children, are they hands on or hands off? If the image is OK, they're going to do whatever, whatever's easier for them. You know, um, you have different programs where um, people like get together to give like kids back to school stuff. You know, book bags, things like that. And this stuff happens every year. And my question is this stuff actually needs to put something aside to make sure your kids' things are going to be taken care of. How much does it really cost to prepare a kid to go back to school? I'm not saying it, it don't take any money, but I mean, a book bag costs what, 40, 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. You know? It, Pencils, you know, book pads, all that stuff costs maybe over $10, maybe. You can get them in the dollar store for less. I mean, come on. Really. And know? I understand prices of certain things have changed that I haven't really paid attention to. But does it really take more than a hundred or 150 bucks to send a kid back to school? I'm saying outside of clothes, just to get a kid prepared to go back to school, does it really take more than like 150 bucks to get that done? I mean, if I understand, college is different because you you know you're gonna pay for a lot more stuff. But just if you if you sending your child to a public school, does it really take more than 150 bucks to get a kid back for school? Mm-hmm. Not that much at all. Um, I think Queen Virtue posted, and she wrote, "If the father do a better job parenting, it will prove that father men are actually." Needed and not optional. Out of pride, they will like to believe you're not needed, and they so rightly believe that, and it's shown through the actions. You know, yeah. unfortunately, you know? Yeah. you know, like I said, um, to a lot of men that is moving the way they are in the in this environment, a lot of them are really. Reevaluating not only their selection, but you know, being more subconscious of you know the women in this community overall, you know. And mind you, women are going to talk at the end of the day, and I know, bros, either like or not, it is what it is. But we had to be on our game as well, you know. And I think, like you said, Roger and um, Charles, a lot of black men in droves, we're not enough as men that set a proper standard. What really we really want out of a woman, you know? And I think any woman will take advantage of that. They'll come 
towards us, very fat. They will come to us with the attitude. And hell, they'll come very much argument and want to pose like they're right all the time, which they're not all the time. Because there's no real set standard for the black man. And that hasn't changed, to be honest with you. I mean, actually, your feet would be all right, but unless we set an actual standard that we will accept as men, as collective, Roger and I could be good people. That's, that's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, my thing is, what's so hard about being a good person? Is it really that tough? Is it doesn't it really cost you that much? It's, it's still free, you know. <laughs> so they should take advantage of that while it's free. But and see, like I look at I look at this when it, when like even when it comes to the single mother issue, I, I start asking women, what was the man doing when you got pregnant by him? Because, you know, when you leave high school, there's only four productive options for you. You either go to college, you go to the military, you get a job, or you start a business. Mm-hmm. And I find it all too common that women get pregnant by a man that wasn't doing any of the four. Yeah. You know, so if we as men even deal with women that would do that on, on a regular basis, you know, because, you know, there's always going to be people who say, well, you know, well, single mothers ain't that bad. I'm not saying a man don't have a right to deal with a single mother. That's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But, but if you, if we accept as, as a group of men, if we accept women having kids by a man that wasn't even trying to be productive, I mean, to me, that's not a good look from a, from, you know, from a general consensus. That's just not a good look on us. And if they see that they, it doesn't matter who they get pregnant by, it doesn't matter the conditions under which they got pregnant some other man is going to come in later and fix it anyway. We're kind of sending a bad message. And, and don't get me wrong, it's a hard message to fix because you still want to do for certain kids because they're kids. You know, and you know the parents did it to them. It's not like they did it to themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a hard line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and people that's hearing and listening to the stream, please hit that um, like button, please. Thank you. Get the likes up, get the likes up, get the likes yeah, up. Yeah, I'm seeing the people in here and it's they hearing and just turn no like the button, please. Hit that like button. See, you gotta you gotta look at it from a standpoint. Women think of nest, they think of the here and now. Men have to think of legacy. We want our kids to be better. Just for the simple fact that it's a part of our legacy. Mm-hmm. Just because we want to see, you got to remember, there there was a certain YouTube personality, not mention names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll know who it is if you if you know us. Mm-hmm. Who told women not to get married? Marriage isn't for them. Mm-hmm. I think it's a common a common thing for a lot of these females, not all, but too damn many. To to put down the next generation of women because of their failures. If anything, men are the opposite. We want our boys to succeed us. We want if, if we won four championships, we want them to win eight. They, they how are you going to tell women not to get married because you couldn't find anybody? And that's the weirdest thing, bro. That's the weirdest thing. You don't even encourage them to be better women. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like a jealousy of your own doors. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you wow. know what that, that that is true. And and that's that's why I just accepted that a lot of our women are truly sick because the natural inclination for a parent is to see your child outdo you. That's what parents want normally. You know, so to, to give a daughter advice on something that you know is going to hurt her in the long run. And I, I guess she will try to figure it out in time in a lot of these cases. But why would you tell your daughter something that you know is probably going to hurt them at the end of the day? That That's just crazy to me. No sense. You know, so. But it's like this, gentlemen. Women must understand marriage is, at the end, it is a business. And yeah, treat it as is. If you go in and emotional say, I'm worried about if the man's going to cheat, cheat, treat me on the right, not give me attention, all this. I say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, the higher the caliber the man you deal with, the more you're not going to get that on the average. Some men are the exception of the rule, but it's not the norm. You know, you as a woman, and they, if you look for somebody that's going to provide for you, protect, etc. You know, you try to find the best mate possible. And if you can't get that while you're in your teens, pushing 30, then obviously you're going to have to probably settle after 30. Because there's a there's a very short window. And I know there's outlets that could help you in regards to snag some dude a little older if you're 30. But by, by what we're witnessing right now, a lot of men are not dealing with no 30-year-old women in this generation. Hell, even this decade, I'm hearing now some are going even younger and younger. Marcus Houston. Yeah, Marcus Houston got a cheese with I, I knew last year. And he's and, and hold on, before you say from Charles, I'm going to use a celebrity as an example, but he is not the, someone of the norm. There are many men that's either in their late 40s and 50s. You're going to see them now mess with younger young women. Then I can overstep thirty-year-old women. That's actually traditionally what happens. Mm -hmm. So, how I say this? Here in America, we kind of fucked up the normal course of things. Okay. Traditionally, throughout the world, and even in the early time of America, men dated and married younger women. Women are judged on their beauty. Mm-hmm. Loyalty, support, and vitality, meaning and fertility, <laughs> meaning can you produce children? You're not going to be in your prime trying to produce children at 35. It's 40, 50. Hell yeah, no. and, and I'm not saying that they won't attempt to do it, bro, but like I said, in this society, especially in this environment we live in, in this country, you're going to be high risk because of the RA data in regards to the lifespan of African American people. We have obesity problems. We have high blood pressure. Do I need to go on? Hmm. Once you hit the, that 30, do you want to put a... Let me tell you something. We all know one celebrity, I think it was Serena, when she gave birth for the first child, and she was like 37. Do you know she almost bleed in the bed, in, in the in the delivery room? Hmm. And she was an athlete. So what tells you if you get that age? I'm not saying you you should be afraid and not tread the water to get pregnant at mid thirties, late thirties. But like I said, in this environment, <laughs> it's very risky. You know. Well, I, I tell you one thing I've noticed: mm-hmm. if if a woman is thirty years old 
and she's continuing to have kids, doesn't seem to be much of an issue. You know, if she started getting pregnant in her 20s and she's just having more kids at 30, doesn't seem to be much of an issue. But if you holding out and you waiting till you 35, 36, 37, that start having brunch, kids. But Robert, this to have the first child, bro. Now, if you yeah. have kids ready, it your body is already used to it because you already gone through that process. Right, right. If and, you have your first child at mid to late 30s, you're at risk. Well, see, see my, my point is, uh, regardless of what people are saying, what works for women? See, I, I, I try to say stuff that works for men and works for women. What works for women? It works for women to get a husband when they're young, when they're in their 20s, before mm-hmm. 30s even a thought. It's, it works for them. I tell women all the time, if, you, if you're if in a relationship with a man, and, and I don't care about them pursuing high-value men, you know, if you can get your brother to make six yeah. figures and he'll yeah. commit to you, great. Yeah. But my thing is, if you're with any man for more than two years, you need to uh, truly concern yourself on should you even be there anymore? Because if a man takes you seriously, I personally feel a, a man's going to... what This is something that sisters don't know. The day we look at a woman, we already made the decision, does she look good enough to get married to? We made that decision that day. Now, mm-hmm. the relationship will determine if we see the character we want so we'll ever get to the point where we'll be actually married a woman, but we know the day we see it, does she look good enough to marry? So my thing is, it don't really take me more than six months too much to decide if they truly want to marry a woman. So if the man wants to marry you, it should happen within about two years. If it's not even talked about, if you don't even, if you're not already engaged with like a date set and more than two years have went past, I would tell a woman to, to bounce. She needs to find somebody else while she's still young enough to get a man to take us seriously. But once you hit that 30 mark, you, you playing with fire at that point. And, and I'm not saying that to be mean to women. I'm just looking at what works for women. Trying to get married after you 30 is not the best thing for them. Period. So you can't be in these long-term relationships with these men they're taking you seriously. And a lot of women think that, that it's a good thing. They, they'll brag about being in a long-term relationship. No, if the dude ain't trying to marry you, that's where you messing up. Find your brother that's willing to commit while you have a chance. One thing I want to say, same virtue. You mean we talk on and off, you know. I, I know your situation, same virtue. Don't be fret. I'm saying you still have some time. I don't want you, from what I said for this conversation, discourage you, you know. I'm telling this for the average woman, you know. I know what, what path you're on. You know, so don't be discouraged. You know what I'm saying? You're a different ball game than a lot of these women that's acting, behaving, and moving different than what you're moving. All right, Queens of Virtue? That's all I want to lay out. But like I said, Roger, yeah, that, you know, and I, I say this personally, you know, most women, it's like this. And I say, and once my, I lay out some rubrics of to women of how long they should deal with a dude unless. And then decide to move on. You know, I one time said it, and I constantly change, but I'm going to be real strict. I would say no minimum than two years if you're in your 20s. You know what I'm saying? No minimum. And usually, on the average, some dudes will make the decision within six months. And if not six months, that is as far as you're going to take it with him. And while you're messing with this dude, and you're going to be messing with this dude, ladies, try to protect yourself. You know? As much time as the dudes weren't come, EDR protecting, having practice sex, safe sex, or whatever you want to call it, 
Cybertech sales during that period. Because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of young dudes, whether 20s or 30s, are going to waste your time on the average because we live in this pump and dump culture right now. A lot of dudes don't want to get married on the average. Only a very few, and I can't name who. So the only thing you could do to weed out the weak ones, you, like I said, you don't get more than two years. And usually while in that, that time sprint, you see where he's at. You know what I'm saying? If you feel that he's not being productive or he's not even promising anything but something less than that uh, person that has wifey dues, then obviously you turn around and go somewhere else. You know? Some of these, some of these dudes that are getting boyfriend treatment should not be getting a boyfriend treatment. And then it's nothing really guaranteed in the long run. Especially if they want husband treatment. Which I, sh- I should better say that. But, you know, like I said, no no less than two years, especially if you're under 20. You know what I'm saying? And when you hit, when you arrive into 30, then you got to be very strict. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're around some dudes that are willing to say they're willing to get on one knee and marry you. Um, like I said, I would take the first opportunity if you're able to get those marriage proposals. And like I said, brothers, some women said they have gotten proposed more than once. And I'm thinking, see, if you turn down one person, okay, but if you per- turn down a second and third, there's something wrong with you. Because you got to look at where you're at in life, what age you are, how you looking, where you rank on a scale in competition with other women. You don't want to be just taking the opportunity just to keep denying every man that wants to put a ring on it. Because now that wall is is there and that clock is ticking that violet clock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock so be wise you know what I'm saying but if you're butt ugly and you don't get no proposal then you gotta do something different that's all I gotta say you know I'm not going (laughs) you gotta remember you gotta remember that uh a lot of times women need to realize if you want a man they got to be feminine. They need an attitude. Keep yourself in shape. Keep yourself mm-hmm. studious. Be supportive. Be feminine. Be able to serve a man. You'll never be out. You'll never be without one. Yeah. Well, see, I, I like I like to tell women this because, see, uh, people pretty much understand what a man's job is because they a lot of them gonna tell you a man's supposed to be a protector and a provider. But they leave out a key thing, which is leadership. He's supposed to be a leader, a protector. Mm-hmm. But then exactly. women don't don't really know what they're supposed to be doing. And I tell women that you're supposed to be loyal, have good character, and be of good company. See, if you if you're not feminine, you can't be of good company to a masculine man. That's not gonna work. You know, if, if he's getting masculine energy, he wants to get that when he's around. I want that when he is necessary, and I don't want to. I don't want to say like your all hopes are gone if a woman hits thirty years old. But I just say you got to look at your situation realistically. If you're thirty years old and you have kids, your situation is going to be way harder than a woman that's thirty years old who doesn't have kids. If you're a feminine woman, your situation is much better than a woman that isn't feminine. And and I've seen women go from uh, being non-feminine before they was thirty. Mm-hmm. 
femininity are lessons. Life started hitting them too hard in certain places, and then they became feminine because they they wanted to get a man. They knew going down the road that they've been going down was not going to work for them. So they, they did it out of necessity. You know, yes, yes. so it, it depends on what your situation is after you're 30. My recommendation, though, is, is always going to be to find your husband before you hit 30. I recommend, you know, you, you come out of high school looking for a husband. You know, if, if, if you're dealing with a dude, and I know some people say, well, you know, you, if you get married too young, you're not going to know what you're doing and all that. Yeah, that, people can. Mm-hmm. It's been young couples we can remember, and it done worked out. Marriages work when the two people actually wanted, that's involved, actually wanted to work. That's when they work out the best. So the thing is, are you dealing with a person that's marriage-minded, period? Because even if you're with a person for a long period of time, if they're not marriage-minded, your marriage probably ain't going to work out. That's just a reality of the situation. So if women are feminine, you know, if you have kids, you got to have your kids in order because they, they can't be disruptive children because that's definitely going to ward off a man that would even consider you if he has, if you have children and he'll still take you seriously, that's going to ward them off if your kids are out of order. You know, and then you got to come to terms with, can that man discipline your children? Because if a man can't discipline your children, they shouldn't be living with them. That's what I say all the time. If I if I were to take a woman on that had a kid, I'm going to raise the kid in my house the way I want to raise the kid. Now, what if you have an issue with the father saying, well, you know, he can't touch my kid, blah, 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 blah. My mm-hmm. thing is this. That's something they got to figure out. Because in my house is my rules. If he don't want his kid in my house and be subject to my rules, he need to come get his kid. See what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop that man from being a father to his own child, but now what What does that do to the woman? Now that puts her in a certain position, because I'm telling her like it is. Over here, we doing things my way. And mm-hmm. he is here, he's subject to my way. I don't care about how that affects you and, and, and your baby dad. Yeah. What's, what's that? You're a rule and authority. And that's one thing I don't, I hate about when when it comes to these conversations, Roger, is that women feel because they're in a new relationship with a new man in their life, they feel said, you only could be a man and I allow it with my own kid. No, no. Either I'm a man and soul rules for leadership or I'm not doing it at all. There's no new bags, ladies. <laughs> well, let, let me say this plainly and clearly. I respect the man nothing about the relationship between the baby mother and the baby father. That is never going to be my concern. If you have a child and your child is under my roof, we're doing things my way. However that affects the relationship between you and your baby daddy, it's not my concern. Worry about it. If I see fit, the only thing I can suggest for you to make it comfortable between y'all is take the kid over to his house, drop him off. Because over here, this way we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not even up for negotiation. I'm not going to even have a discussion about that, except letting you know how it's going to work. I'll let you know how it'll work, but outside of that, ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to be no more discussions. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, the man can't tell me I can't hit his kid. I can hit him if you're over here. Mm-hmm. If you don't like yeah. that, come get him. Come get him. Yeah. And we'll get your damn kid. And that's a funny thing, how they said, oh, don't touch my baby. You're t- then, oh, really? Bye. But See, but it comes back again that 
one of the weakness we have amongst black men in this community is our children not getting actual discipline from black men. They're not getting it from the father, they're getting it from some other black man. And this is where a lot of women draw the line. Say so you cannot give my or instill corporate punishment to my child. I remember there was a video, and I'm sure you saw this, Charles, of a man took a belt and beat a boy in the store. And the woman said, Wait, what are you doing? He said, Yo, your son's stealing from my store. He said, Oh, ho, 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 ho. he's not. But when a man's explained why he's giving actual physical punishment to your son, now you turn hmm. back. That tells me you allow your son to run over you. And if mm-hmm. he's going to run over in your house or under your watch, what if he's going to happen when he's in the streets? When another black man or non-black man instills punishment, especially if it comes from a non-black man, you know your son will not come back home. And we've seen it happen countless times. Well, the thing is, we're never going to be able to have our children avoid correction. The only thing you can do with correction is prolong it. So the way I was taught in my house, and this is what I believe, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. So when I, I let me say that with the way I was taught in my parents home, because that was their home. Uh, either we going to check you or we going to correct you or or the world is. And the world means either cops me, you know, I might get in trouble at school I'd be talking to a judge, whatever the case is. I might be talking to the person that kills me, but I'm going to get corrected no matter what. And this is just a reality. So my thing is I can correct your child. If I love you, sure, I love your child. I can correct your child with love or or someone in the streets to get your child later. They're going to do it without love. So my thing is everything's going my way if that's my kid, because I'm going to be with you and you got a kid, but that's not my kid, too. I don't play those games. And if a woman can't handle that, she don't deserve to be with me in the first place. I'm already, because I don't have kids, so I'm already taking you on with a kid in the first place. So I'm already doing you a solid. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So now if you buck against how I'm going to raise the child, whether it be boy or girl, you're not good enough to be with me at that point. That's just what it is for me. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not the type of person that's gonna have too many of those discussions. I, I don't mind having in the beginning to kind of let you know how I am, but if we got to continue to talk about it, you got to leave. That's just how. I, that's how I'm gonna do it. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna care about your relationship with your baby daddy. Mm-hmm. And since that guy's up here, um, I'm probably for this. One little question, the probably the last question I throw for tonight. Now I'm hearing to some of the ladies what they come out saying about marriage being a badge of honor amongst this community. Um, this is something new to me. It makes me want to say, did your grandparents that were descendants, not only slaves, but were here for centuries, thought when they got married was some form of badge of honor? Because last time I checked, most of that were married, that were baby boomers, or even the creation of the term baby boomers, are still married and even died married. Some marriage lasts over 50 years. Now, if you look at the average community, where we, in, in our lifetime, it's rare to find anybody that's a millennial, for lack of a better word, that has a marriage that's pushing 20 years. Mm. I don't even last even ten now. Try five. Yeah, that's it. So I'm not sure 
if it really is a badge of armor. I don't know if y'all guys can answer that. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's <laughs> man, it's like I said before, are we trained to be husbands and wives? Hell no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say this based on my, my view of marriage, uh, it is a very honorable thing, so I would still say that it is because. I can't even get past the concept of having a kid if you're not married. If a man isn't willing to commit to you, then I, I can't say he's going to commit to the child. Not saying that he would, but I can't say how are you going to even know that as a woman. There's no way for you to even figure that out. So to me, marriage is, is necessary. And when I look at history for our people, being married seemed to have a good effect on us. Point blank, period. In this country, the less we're married, the worse off we are. So to me, I'm pro-marriage because it seems to work for us. Just that simple to me. I'm not the type of person that I'm trying to fight against all all the stuff that I know is going to actually work. Marriage seems to work for us very well. If we get married and stay married and we take it seriously, it seems to do, do a lot of good things for our people. And I don't see how you build a sense of community when you can't even build a sense of family, because if, if you know, you got too many kids that don't even really know their brothers and sisters and how you going to know your cousins, you know, if you don't know them, those folks, how you going to have a sense of community when you step outside your door and deal with people that's not related to you. It don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't take a stance that I'm anti-marriage at all. I don't, under, I, I understand why some men would say they don't want to get married due to the laws. And, mm-hmm. and sure, his laws need to be changed. But I was just saying, um, a, 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 maybe a week or so ago on another panel day. Okay. If you cha- if you change the laws right now, that would just make men marry the wrong women mm. at an even greater number at this particular. Time. I'm not even tripping that the laws are bad because now the men really have to take consideration of is this the woman I should marry or not? You got to be really serious about this. But I don't see how us not being married is going to be good for our people at the end of the day. It just ain't seem to work for us. I, I really do think there's possibility to make it work. You just have to train them. So it's it's no different than you have it in the military. How are you going to get a soldier to perform their duty if you don't train them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's impossible. Do I think nothing, anything's possible? Yes. But you need prior preparation. Yeah. You, you got to prepare for everything. And, it, and like always, like men, we got to have our shield and sword ready if we're going to mount the task, especially the task of being, you know, husband and taking the marriage, you know, either seriously or just, you know, courting women more than ever. Um, uh, I, I think the problem with a lot of men today, they feel that, you know, it's a bad, it's not only a bad deal, but they feel less protected. Say, so, you know, there's no way I can fight through this. And, you know, as a man, you can never say there's no way of nothing. You can never give up. I mean, like proponent, and I'm not a soldier, but Charles is, that say there are rules in engagement and there are rules on the field. Charles, you know better than any fans. And failure or you know, cowardice is not an option at all. No. There's 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 consequence, you know. 
Some of it even go as far as you will lose your life. So and that's, that's why I want to start think in that perspective. Go ahead. And that's part of the issue right there is that, you know, this is, this is the misconception when it comes to black men. We're not giving none of the, none of the, none of the, uh, the bridging to, so to speak, between baby to adolescent, to, uh, adolescent, adolescent to teenager, teenager to adult. You're expected to be the best or this upper echelon man as soon as you walk across the stage in high school, which that never happens. And for some reason, black women will take the top 10% of men and compare 90% of men to that. That's not fair. But they want to take the top 10% of black women or the top 5% and say that's all of us, which it's not. So you're going to have to have a realistic expectation, if, especially if you're not a 10, if you're not even an 8 or a 7. Your attitude will drop you down in points. Your age will drop you down in points. The amount of kids you had prior we'll to meeting a man will drop you down in points. Yeah, so when they look at a realistic state of mind, what do you see your husband as? Somebody who's the leader and will get you out of the bondage you call that we call life, or you're looking at him as an ATM with a dick. That's that's the question they really need to ask. Anybody else want to tackle it? Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I yeah, because um, I would say from a general concept, black women just don't have enough respect for black women. Period. Because even when when you deal with elite black men. I don't see elite black men being respected. And I'm not saying men shouldn't work to, to move toward being in, in being in the being the elite elite black man. Right. But what I am saying is women got to consider the fact that there's a, a negative mm-hmm. to black man. What would make me want to deal with you if I'm trying to become an elite black man? Or at least a very well-to-do black man. And if I see as I grow up and become a man that even the elite black men don't garner respect, that's a very negative message to send the children, you know, um, or even young, young adult for that matter. And I know when I, when I speak of marriage, I'm talking about a person making a commitment for a lifetime. If a person cannot commit to saying, I'm going to be in this until the day we die. One of us literally has to die for me to be out of this situation. If you can't commit to a person, you know, are you commit to other things in life? You know, because if you're going to deal with a, with a person and having a child, to me is you got to deal with a man that, that'll commit beyond himself. You know, even, even having a job, you can argue that's a person just only committing to themselves. You know, when you commit to your hobbies, you're only committing to yourself. But if you can't make that commitment to say, I'm going to be with this woman, regardless of, you know, hell or high water, whatever we got to deal with, we just going to get through it. Then how do you know this guy's willing to commit to this child that you as a I agree. And getting with a good father. Is that the decision you want to make when you look at your own Well, that's the best gift a mother could give is getting his the best possible father she can give that child. 
Mm-hmm. You can't be selfish. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I look at it. I really challenge any notion of good black men. You, you motherfuckers are too lazy to go to a military base. <laughs> go to a police department, a fire department. Go to any of the colleges. You telling me it was about what four hundred motherfuckers that uh, what's what's the billionaire name? Um, um, Robert 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 Smith. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert Smith just gave four hundred motherfuckers debt free college. None of y'all, none of you, are sending your daughters to go 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 after those men. Four hundred nope. men. No. Nope. Four hundred. No. Nope. Nope. College graduates. <laughs> From a prestigious Ivy League level, we might as well call it an Ivy League. Morehouse is basically an Ivy League. Mm-hmm. 400. Four, 400. And they have no debt. Mm-hmm. None of y'all went after them? Mm-hmm. How, many, how many successful police officers who own also security companies and other businesses did you go after them? Firefighters, did you go after them? Lawyers, doctors? Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to see somebody come up on here and debate me on this shit. I'm willing. Mm-hmm. None of them, none of like, we need see, that just shows you how lazy you are. You're not going after those guys. How many, how many of the guys you see just graduate college this year? Um, I go a step further, Charles. How even one brother, regardless he bragged about it or not, and they did the investigation of wherever he either passed or failed, even that alone, he just putting that this kind of statement because of the myth of the black man entirely that they keep pushing. It was a problem. So it seemed to me they just want to complain and complain. That's it. You know? And to tell you the truth, it's, you're in your right mind to complain, but in it, it's not going to solve your little problems. No. They're not going to get picked. And you might possibly die alone. The way how, this is, how, how the economics and how the situation in regards to relationships between black men and black women is leading up to now. And it's sad. I don't want to see a whole bunch of our sisters really die alone. But to be honest with you, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. And then it's a choice. Now, if a man died alone, it's all good and Danny. Ain't no harm done. But when you and a woman die alone, it's just what a waste. Not even what a waste. It's you waste your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't even. <sighs> <laughs> you can't even fuck around and say somebody else did this. You can't. Like, like, what effort did you put in? Like, what effort did you put in? So it's 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 like it's like what have you done for me lately? 
Yeah, a lot of sisters took that song way too literal. <laughs> and and, and it, it's a shame because, honestly, the bar is extremely low for black women right now. It's a very low bar. You don't have to do much to, to beat out the majority of sisters. It, it don't really take that much. But at the end of the day, you, you gotta, you have to respect the men that you have this major issue with, that you Take all your problems and you put it on this man that you and, and sometimes maybe a man you never met, you know, you put all your problems on him and that like we're just responsible for everything that doesn't happen in your life. And I would have to say black women are, are the freest women in this particular society. You know, they, they they're not seen as a threat, as Charles said earlier. You know, no, uh, actually, go further. Women are not a threat. There's always when when engaged in warfare, men are the target. Men die first. I'm saying you get to the man. Now you get free reign and access to the women and children. So I want to know when people talk about this threat and who's valuable. I said, okay, here's a good test. A bunch of you ladies stand in a one row line and let a bunch of men just go at you without no weapon. You get no, you have no, you only have your hands and let a physical man get at you. They're going to take advantage. They're going to not only sexually abuse you, but they're going to take you. Now imagine do that with a line of men as the weak, as the shield in front of you. You don't see. Now one of them get right at you. Why? Because in warfare, I take out the protector first. Now how they view who's protecting who? Unless a man is there for the front line, for if he takes him out right at the age of 14 or 35, now I get easy access to you. So that's how the thing works. Well, that's, that's all true. But I, I was I was making a point that uh, black women are the freest women in this country because, you know, my point was they're not seen as a threat. So you have that going for you because you're a woman. And then every other group of men cares about what their women are doing at a high level. You know, and, and, and black women are really always looking at what white women are doing. But white men care about what white women are doing. They're, black women are more free than white women because of what white women do matters to them. You know, you, you can't carry on white supremacy with black babies. Can't do it. And even for those who are not into white supremacy, people like white privilege. Can't keep that up with black babies either. No, so, no. you know, even though people aren't aren't like fully participating in, in white supremacy, people ain't going to do enough to screw themselves up as a group. Because everybody knows in America, except for black people, there is group against group at the end of the day. Yes, there are individual connections that people need to make. Yes, you're going to work with people outside your group. But from a general standpoint, it's still going to convert back to group against group when things get hard. So black women are the freest women in this society, which means they can make the best choices if they really want to make it. So, yeah, I, I agree with Charles. I, I don't ever want to hear that. Um, it's not enough good men around because I say as long as there's one more good man around, you're, you're basically lying because because it's still a good man left, you know. And I, I, I'm related to some myself, so so I know it's some good men left. You didn't accept any of the good men 
that tried to talk to you because at the end of the day, why do men talk to most women? Usually we're going to, we're going to start a conversation with them because they're attractive. So if you telling me yep, a yep. bum was attracted to you, you can't tell me no other man was ever attracted to you too. So you didn't, you didn't decide to say yes to the, to the, to the well to do guy that wanted to talk to you, but you did say yes to these other guys that wanted to talk to you. So to me, that's your own fault. You can't tell me much. every guy that, that wanted to talk to you was an absolute bum. I don't believe you. No, 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 no. No, they pick and choose. But anybody else any closing remarks? Well, that was my closing. I'm I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to get out of Roger. here. Good talking with both of y'all. Good talking with you. Thank you, Roger. Any last words to Panthro, Mr. Faulkner Jr.? Okay. All right, well. Anyway, thank y'all again for listening to tonight's stream. Um, this is very informative. Um, but one thing I want y'all to take out of this is I, st- I stand firm in this decision. Um, I had some doubts thinking real hard on this, but I feel moving forward, there's no really logical solution moving forward. Anything second part to what is said or what I lay out as a solution to this, you know, blackmail issue, I feel you're playing yourself. And and I'll be honest, y'all, most women, if they disagree, it is what it is. I mean, I don't really take on people. I only take on people that's doing the thing and I see results. And I think this direction, this move, will make a better black man. Or or at the end of it's gonna make him die trying. So you know if you want to leave the burden on how y'all boys gonna come out to be boys and men, leave it on the hand of that black man that you choose, ladies. Alright? Until next time. Let it get us. Ring.